0: Angel Angel Radio Scout It's what it's all about, Scout It's what it's all about, Scout what it's all about Scout what, what it's all about. What's up everybody? This is John Heich as you may know me, or as uh, some on CBSN are now calling me, Scout Master P. Um, I am coming at you with a very different uh, podcast for us, for the two scout geeks of me, John Heisch and Joey Galvez, because uh, he is not going to be here, because uh, him and his wife are uh, celebrating their new baby. So a very different podcast coming at you and uh, giving Joey Galvez... Uh, the night off, uh, probably for the next two weeks, just so him and uh, his wife can uh, celebrate their new baby they just had, Oliver Rain Galvez, 7 pounds, 11 ounces, 21 inches, born 6.57 p.m. on September 9th. Everyone's doing good, baby's healthy, mom's healthy, so fantastic, but uh, I messaged him and said uh, I wanted to keep up on the episodes, and uh, forgive me if the audio is a little off, uh, for at least one of these episodes, because I am still learning how to use my new audio system that I bought, but I wanted to give him the chance to just relax, take the time, and celebrate this beautiful thing that him and his wife have. So, we're going to do a different kinds of Two Scout Geeks episode, because it is a uh, currently one Scout Geek uh, who's celebrating books because the two Scout Geeks love them. So, we're going to do uh, relatively quick episodes this, uh, this week, And next week, probably. Um, But we'll see. We may have one with Joey again. But I don't know. I'd like to give him the time off. So you'll probably get uh, annoyed with me for two weeks at least. So we got three different books for you today, as usual. And I wanted to show off. uh, The first one we have is Snow White and the Zombie Apocalypse. Snow White awakens to true love's kiss 28 days after the zombie apocalypse with the seven dwarfs dead. The quintessential fairy-tale princess must join forces with her uh, Polamora, I can't speak words, so that's the difficulty we're going to have here, Prince Charming and his tough-as-nails paramour Rapunzel to wage a losing battle against death itself. Bound by love and driven apart by jealousy, can this unlikely trio find a way to put aside their differences? Or will they be devoured by the reanimated denizens of their once-enchanted kingdom, based on the hit play by the same name, Snow White, Zombie Apocalypse, is a story of deep woods old magic mixed with a healthy dollop of blood, messy eggs, kung fu, and gender politics. You know, fairy tales as usual. Um, We definitely... I wanted to talk about this one. Uh, it's a few weeks overdue, but we wanted to talk about this one because... Uh, For Scout Comics, you had this as their first ever book nominated for a Ringo. And uh, that's pretty dang huge for them. They're making a lot of strides as a company. They've got a lot of books that are on second printings already. Um, Hopefully, once the second printings start hitting the shelves, hopefully we start seeing some third printings. But just amazing what that's all going on. So this is huge also because um at first this was supposed to be just a one-shot book. It is a one-shot. Snow White and the Zombie Apocalypse literally is a one-shot. Um and it was supposed to be that. Uh but um by fan demand it sounds like it's going to get more. Plus we also now have it nominated for Ringo. So you know, it's it's going to be kind of hard to say uh no, we're not going to when Uh, the, the just love and passion for the book already shows. Um, but we have, uh, here we go. We got, uh, Best Inker. We are overjoyed and humbled to announce that Scout Comics, Snow White, Zombie Apocalypse has been nominated in two categories for this year's Ringo Awards. That means our scrappy little book is up there with some incredible titles. Short story, Snow, Glass, Apples, and Penny Arcade. Thanks to everyone who voted couldn't have done it without you. Uh, it's just amazing to see it's up there um, for two different categories, not just best presentation and design, uh, best inker. And it's just a fun, amazing story. Um, they have two different covers. They have the regular cover, um, which is just uh, very beautiful in its own right. And uh, I, I find it funny because the story is very fun and like different. And I love like the... It goes into more of the cliche of some of the characters, like especially like Prince Charming. He's kind of a jerk um, who's just out uh, loves everyone. He's the Prince Charming, uh, and then we also have the uh, the amazing, as usual, variant cover by one and only Brian Silverbacks, um, and it's just an amazing book. And it was amazing to see it get nominated because I remember when I got it first. Um, It was like, it's a one-shot, and it's like, that's not fair. Like, we don't want it to be one-shot. Then uh, there was a lot of speculation if they were going to make more, and it's just great to see it get nominated, because one, it's like, hey, you did, to everyone who worked on the book, it's like, hey, you made something that everyone noticed and everyone loved. Um, But it's just a fun style. It's not your normal, it's not your normal, like, zombie apocalypse, because it's not about the zombie apocalypse, which... Um, I feel like it's what makes a lot of times when a book is about zombies makes it better is it's not necessarily even about the zombies it's about the other things in the book so like Rapunzel's like a a really be a woman who just uh, handles herself and takes care of all the situations Uh, Prince Charming as I said is just like always like swooning the ladies trying to get his way Uh, and Snow White gets woken up and is just very naive which is fantastic because it's hilarious Um, it's just an amazing story was done so well. And I really wanted to just nod off to this story because it's like, goodness gracious, there's just not enough of where, uh, creative stories like this on old fairy tales. And, um, the fact that we got to see it get nominated, hopefully this really pitches, uh, it further on, but the, uh, writer for the book is Brenton Lengel and the artist is, oh, I'm going to butcher another name. Hyundo park. I apologize if I mess up your name. I'm horrible at announcing, pronouncing names at all. So I apologize if I mess it up. Uh, don't be surprised if I do. Cause you know, I tend to, but, uh, just an amazing thing to see. Um, but so many cool things going on for it. And, uh, it's just a fantastic book that I think everyone should check out. I've really pushed it in the shows on CBSN, go check out CBSN. And, uh, Scout Comics seems to, uh, have really hit it out of the park with this one where it was a, a one shot that kind of turned into something more. And, you know, they've kind of done that with a couple of theirs where they, uh, take a chance on a book and they don't know, well, most people wouldn't know if it's going to succeed, but Scout seems to have this whole thing going on where they're just like, you know what? We think it's going to succeed. And then it does. And it's just, uh, amazing. But, uh, it's another one of those like amazing things to see a book that looks like it's going to hit just Kickstarter turn into something that's going to be way more. So hoping to see tons more from this because this book, uh, is phenomenal. The art's phenomenal, the characters. So go check this out. I'm I'm saying the same things pretty much over and over again at this point, but there's just so much fun stuff in this book. It's great for all the characters and, we need more of this book, so Scout, get on that. We, uh I mean, fit it somewhere in the slot. I know uh, there's so many books in the pipeline, but, you know, that's what happens when you make uh, everything fantastic. So, all right, be right back with you after these words from our sponsors. All right, everyone, we're back at you again. So this time we're going to talk about probably the one of the most fun books that I think is out there for Scout right now, just in the fact that it's... It's a history book, uh, in a sense, and sometimes those kind of books are the best kind. Is uh, We're going to talk about, uh, specifically, we're talking about issue two here, but we're talking about Vlad Dracul, and the, this book is just phenomenal. But, uh, so it's Vlad Dracul II, the Impaler, the son of the dragon, was a warlord, a voivode, a guardian warrior an iconic historical figure who was able to successfully strike fear into the hearts of the fearsome Ottoman Empire. Vlad is an epic story of love and war, a historic ride with rivers of blood, tears, swords, and love, and a discovery of a man that was perhaps the most famous warrior of his era, that inspired the Dracula legends. This is the story of the man behind the myth. Um, I remember when I first ever found something that talked about Cool and that it was coming to Scout, it had me automatically because there's something about history and comics when someone does something, um, and, and this goes back to like Yasmin, is, uh, when you hit stories that are very real or are about real events, they have like such a different tale. And when you have imagery for that, especially with, uh, comics, it- It speaks a balance. And first issue right away, they don't pull any punches. There's, you know, everything in the book. Uh, The love factor, all the way. The uh, blood factor, all the way. The impaling factor, all the way. Um, uh, Issue 2 absolutely does the same thing. Um, Specifically, issue two's description is, in order to protect his land and his country's children from slavery at the hands of the Ottoman Empire, a fate that he knows too well as he suffered as one of those children's slaves. Vlad launches an attack at Targavist with 24,000 knights changing the tide of war. With morale low after the crushing defeat, Mehmet II, the conqueror, reveals his secret weapon, Radu, Vlad's own brother. Turning this crusade from a religious to a fratical war. It's just uh, amazing because the the book uh, really paints the picture of why all of a sudden this character, this person, this uh, warrior, warlord, created such a iconic character. Like, we all know Dracula. Like, that's the... Anyone knows Dracula in some way or form, film, books, uh cartoons, anime, comics, anything, Dracula, everyone knows that story. But to hear the story of how this man created that myth is, there's a lot of things where it paints the book where I can very much see like, you know, because a lot of war is about like mind games or stuff. And um, one thing that really paints out in the book is that really paints him out to be something otherworldly where like his his ideas of how to attack the other army or how to take them on is just very very in your face and very much like a crippling blow to the mind because um, especially in issue two there's one point where um the uh ottoman army comes along uh one of his towns that's deserted and there's it's just decayed there's nothing there and it's uh full of um uh, leopards but um it's a different type of warfare, like uh, infections, and then all of a sudden uh, the army gets infected. They went to drink from the water, and there was uh, corpses in the water. So the water was tainted. So then the the army became tainted. But just the, the viciousness and, like, reality of, like, how the tactics he went to, like, really kind of builds that picture and gives you a better definition of how this man was taken from a warlord and, like, Uh, person who was looking out for his people his his uh uh empire his land and really turned what was probably not that much of an army into one of the most feared armies of that time because it wasn't just about his numbers or his strength it was about just the ability of what they could do but it was one of those things where especially just looking at the imagery of it too um especially all the impalings um, you got to think of like on a psychological level what that would do to an army or anyone uh, coming in on horseback or marching in traveling hundreds maybe thousands of miles and just looking at what one man could do to the few men he already faced and so it's it's a mind game kind of thing but it may it really paints the picture of how this man turned into the iconic character we now know and the bigger thing is is like i love the art style for this because it feels almost like an old painting too like uh especially the covers they feel like it was painted like it was from that time too um and they're just beautiful like art pieces um definitely would love these as art pieces uh scout you want to get on that i did find out also this is a three-part series, which I hope doesn't mean that that's the end of the series. I hope that just means that this is our first story arc of it, because this is something that we all need to read, because at this point, issue one and two have released, and issue one and two are sold out at the distribution level, so they both are getting second printings. On top of that, the third issue already apparently is starting to get insanely hot, and I wouldn't be surprised. The day it releases it's it's gone to the distributor because at this point um almost every book weekly that releases for scout is selling out and getting a second uh printing uh, we've seen that for uh it eats what feeds it greed uh grit we've seen it for uh Atlantis wasn't built for tourists uh murder hobo like it's just at this point it's just like anything they're coming out with that's happening um but Vladric cool i've watched on some of the live sales where people are looking for this book and just asking for it because it's they they want to read it like they've like hey i've heard this uh do you have ledger cool i just want to uh check this out because of uh, you know it's dracula and it's like it's funny because they're saying it's dracula but it's like no the dracula was a myth that was created from him so it's like no dracula was the what they saw as this man like he was so scary he became like what dracula was and um, you definitely want to see after issue three, um, which I've gotten some snippets at and read. Um, but it's definitely one of those things where I'm interested to see his full story now because it really is like one of those just enthralling stories of like, well, how did he get, how did it build to the point? How did the myth come about? And it's just, you really want to see it. Um, now, necessarily, we don't know if we're going to get that, but with how it's selling, and we already got an issue one and two at reprinting and a third one coming out that's already talked about getting a second print already, I I have no doubt in my mind that that's, that's going to happen. But this is something everybody should check out. Anyone who's been into history, maybe wanted to know more about like Dracula and how that came about, um, this is a, a three-issue series to really get you drawn into that character, where maybe you'll go out and start buying uh, books or looking, research and stuff, because now it's one of those things for me, it's like, I want to know more. I want to know more about Dracula. Cool. Like, this man was so feared, he created a the myth we know as Dracula, because to them, it wasn't a myth, it's what he was. So, take that and just think about it for a bit. Like, people thought of this man as the vampiric monster we see, who kind of, you know, it's a joke. And even even then, it, it's, it's funny to think about that. People thought about that, but that's how scary he was. Like, that's how much fear he brought to them. But just an incredible book. Go check it out. Um, I, I loved that this book also is um, uh, going like crazy. But we have the writer as uh, Andrea Mute, Matteo uh, Struckle. I, I probably butchered names. I, pa- I apologize. But they're super thankful because uh, watching the book come to the U.S. and stuff, they were just adamant about how thankful they are to watch their... Uh, their book sell, and um, it's definitely a book that everyone should check out. Try to pick up an issue if you can. If you can't, try to pick up a a second printing if you can. And if you can't, well, then you better try to get the third printing, because that means it'll get a third printing. But go check out Cool and uh, pick it up. Uh, And we will be uh, right back with you. What's up, everybody? Okay, we're back here with the third book. As I said again, I apologize as this is me getting my first chance to really see how to do this on my own. Uh, It's a filler episode. may not have the best sound quality. Uh, I'm working on that. I will try to make it the best I can before it releases. And then uh, with the next week's episode, I have a new mic coming, so hopefully it sounds even better. But we're going to talk about our third one, which I really was uh, excited to talk about, was Kyra, Alien Jungle Girl. Left for Dead on an Alien Planet, Kyra was taken... In and raised by a primitive tribe of demon apes, that should sell it alone. She has no memory of her previous life and has assimilated to the ways of the adopted family. Yet she still looks to the stars and wonders, where did she come from? What out there for What's out there for her? On her sixteenth birthday, she gets a clue to her origins and sets out for an adventure that will take her beyond the alien jungle girl she knows. Kyra is a combination of. Tarzan and Planet of the Apes. Planet of the Apes should be obvious, Demon Apes, and Kyra taking in Jungle Apes, you know, kind of speaks for itself. Um, but, uh, so, Scout, we're, we're talking about the first issue here, the nonstop issue, which was the, the preview of the trade paperback that came out. Um, I'm really loving the uh, fact that this book came back out. Um, it was at uh, Dark Horse, I believe, at one point. It came over. I never heard this book until then, until now. Um, And I'm glad it's getting re-released because I love this book. The the non-stop issue really drew you in. It had some comedy, some seriousness, action-packed. The art's fantastic. The art for this book is phenomenal. Um, Kyra is just uh, your insane warrior. um, Way better than Tarzan. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, it's just a phenomenal story. I loved the art, the characters. The demon apes are just fun. I love how she's still an outcast to some of them, which makes sense, and to some others she's just, like, the fun friend and like that. But it's just a a really good book. It's written by Rich Woodall, and the artist is Craig Resayu. Uh, I butchered names again. I know. I apologize. It's, uh, Scout Master P. Sorry. And, uh, the the nice thing is also that uh, one of the things I loved is that this came to Kickstarter with an exclusive cover. Um, it finished already, so if you missed out, you missed out. Sorry, too bad. Uh, but they do have the regular trade now out. Also, um, we wanted to talk about this one also because of the the Kickstarter was great because it also one of the things I really love about Scout is they really show a passion for their creators the creators of their books anyone who's involved with it i mean the artists the writers uh letters uh all of it like it's a level of like just like yeah sure and the kickstarter nice thing about was you saw that they already had the books printed and that they were selling it themselves so it also meant that they were really seen and one of the things i loved is i've seen scout really focus on uh helping creators and everything during the time of uh the lockdowns right now with covid and all that mainframe covers which went to the uh profits from the sale would go to the hero initiative which was helping out uh different creators uh and anyone in need during this time. It was just a fantastic thing to see them reach out to people again, give them a chance to have some help. Um so it was great to see this get a release. But it was one of those things where it really became a thing of uh, the passion that Scout has for their creators to succeed also. And this was just really felt like it was one of those uh, like passion things that they were like you know what? Yeah, we're bringing this back. Like, people need to understand how great this story was. Um, and it was fantastic to see it. Uh, I am ecstatic to read the whole thing. The uh, one-shot non-stop issue that came out was phenomenal um i love that book uh it drew me into the story um most of the time that's not hard for scout anytime they make anything um also it was one of those things where this came because of uh the love that uh they had for their creations it's not a huge money maker for them but it's the the fact that they love what they do and it's a sense of like a lot of the books you read from scout um yasmin as i keep saying uh but a lot of them, it's not just about making a comic. It's not just about making something that will sell. It's about making something that you love. And there was a sense of that when this came to Kickstarter. Uh, they said it, but you felt it too because their passion on their pages, when they talked about it, when it was coming out, they've just got this passion for this uh, book. Now, it's already been out, um, like I said, but it got a re-release because this is one of those things where sometimes when you when uh, some of these creators make a book, if it's an older book they've made or something, it, it may have a lot of fans, but there's a ton of fans they may have now that have no idea of some of the amazing work they've done before. And this is definitely something that I think a ton of people are jumping into now, realizing how much this was just a phenomenal book. Um, it's just one of those things where you love when creators really are passionate about what they do. And I think one of the things I've really loved lately, especially from indie creators, um, all of the scout creators right now, is they're very in touch with the fans. Because they want everyone to to not just love the book, but they want to be able to reach out to them and find out how they felt. What, it, what did it get to them? Like, Because, you know, there's sometimes, a, like uh, with anything, it'll hit somebody different. So you love to – you, you just see their passion of wanting to know how it hits fans – how it hits people, how much they love it, what they felt about it, what was their opinion about it. And it's one of those things where it was just fantastic to see that um, these two were just so adamant about like, yes, we love this. Um, But so it's fully released now. You can go to scoutcomics.com. You can go to uh, their pages to find the link to scoutcomics.com. You can go to any of the CDSN stores and just go pick up this book because the trade paper backs out. It's like 16, 17 bucks and it's worth so much more than that. It's a fantastic read that everyone should check out. Um, so, with that, those are the three books we're talking about this week. Kind of kept it short because I didn't want to do too much of a long episode this week since I didn't really have someone to bounce off of. But Snow White, congratulations on getting some Ringo nominations and hopefully seeing way more from you in the future. Vlad Dracul on selling out of the first two issues, getting second printings, already possibly getting a second printing for the third issue, even before it's released and just keep coming with more issues of that. And for uh, Kyra and the alien, Kyra, the alien jungle girl. I hope we don't, this is definitely not the last time we see her because she's, gotta be coming out in more than this because she's just too good of a character and it's too good of a book so definitely excited for all these and all of you need to go check them out because they're just phenomenal and in every which way they're phenomenal so go check them out all right everybody now we're gonna hit the news this week i'm gonna keep the news short same thing uh i kind of rambled last episode about news some of it's already out This news is already out, but it's news that we need to talk about because it's just the most exciting news there is. It hit me right away. I was so ecstatic for it because I've already said I wanted more from Scout about this um, because I knew some of it was on the way, but they haven't talked about it much. But we're talking that Scout Comics announced their new imprint, an all-ages label called Scoot, launching January 2021. Scout Comics and Entertainment Inc. proudly announces the launch of Scoot, an imprint devoted to young readers ages 4 to 12 in January 2021. Richard Rivera, writer-creator of The Amazing, doesn't say that, but it's true, Stabbity Bunny, Shadowplay, and Storm Pirates, has come aboard as associate producer with Wayne Hall serving as editorial director. Scoot will will present an international collection of titles. Aimed at entertaining young readers by celebrating the fun, excitement, and joy that we can thrive in that can thrive in comics. With a focus on diversity and educational value, the imprint will appeal to parents as well as kids. Scoots initial launch titles will include Unicorn by Don Hanfield and Joshua Malkin, uh, which we already know is also in development as a movie, Senji and Tembo by Oh, true goodness, Giuseppe Falco! I feel like I actually said that one right, uh, which my son also did a drawing of that character, those characters. Uh, Soulstream, which I cannot be adamant about enough that I'm so excited for this because this is just a great story of uh, seeing someone getting already like into the industry. So Soulstream, I really wanted to talk about while the rest of the world was on lockdown and quarantine. Saida Wolf's imagination was running wild. And I apologize again if I pronounce your name wrong. Um, to be fair, the 16-year-old has always lived in an uh, evocative world of artistry. In May of last year, she turned her attention to creating her own comic strip. Uh, and then we get into uh, just how she got to it. While well, in 8th grade, Wolf won a contest creating a video game. So already, uh, already she's an insane creator. Um, she used her winnings to purchase an iPad and, uh, Apple Pen. With tools in hand, she created her first comic, uh, her first comic strip, SoulStream. And it's just an amazing story, because she goes on to make the comic. She wanted to make a superhero comic that was more for kids her age, and was more connected to everyone. Uh, but it's just amazing. The crazy part is she, uh, her mother is the one who, after, uh, getting the first seven pages from her daughter to look at, She uh, she's the one who said you should submit the, submit the comic, uh, see who's interested. Uh, and she was expecting uh, rejection letters that would helpfully help give feedback for improvement on her comic. But her first place she submitted was Scout Comics, uh, which is a publisher that, as I have said, I love, and uh, the reasons why also is that carries to new authors, but allows them to retain the rights, which is uh, one of the most phenomenal parts about it and they accepted it and that was the biggest like surprise i think for her mother but overjoyment that that's how good it was and like the people noticed especially at scout comics um and it's just a phenomenal thing also to see because it really just shows that this girl uh has an amazing talent to be creative i mean she won a contest for video gaming uh, for her science fair and then went into comics and then her first comics being published. So the amount of talent that this girl has is just phenomenal. And it's great to see. I love hearing stories of kids who take the focus, take the initiative on their lives, know what they want to do, and they go for it. And this is exactly what this girl did. And you you want these stories to be told more because you want like other kids to look at it and say... I can do it. And that's why I'm really pushing. I'm going to be pushing this comic to everyone because I want to see everyone not just get this and support it, but I want them to show their kids. I want everyone to see like you don't have to be uh, a college doctor, like uh, which she does want to go to college. So let's point that out. But you don't have to be have your college degree and everything and then get start doing stuff. You can start doing stuff now for your future. You can start using your talents and stuff, find ways to do it, talk to your parents about it, stuff like that. But it's just one of these things where I definitely want to see this book take off. And I am going to annoy you on a podcast when this first issue comes out because I'm going to talk and rave about it. I already know I am. So just check this book out, definitely, and just all the Scoot stuff that's coming out. Soul strain by 16-year-old uh, Sadai Sadia, I apologize, Woof and Mapmaker by Ben Slabak and Francesca Carita, Richard Rivera's and Dwayne Biddick's Wild Bull and Chipper will also join the lineup. Several other titles are currently being negotiated, and the imprint is aiming to grow quickly. These titles are already getting attention as Scout Comics has shared that Armory Films is gearing up to produce Unicorn. Which is uh, creators Don Hanfield and Joshua Malkin are adapting their graphic novel to the big screen. And the film will mark celebrated in-demand editor Debbie Bourbon's Black Panther, Spider-Man Homecoming, Captain Marvel, first effort behind the camera. Which is fantastic. I think this is one of the biggest things about that that's so cool. Uh, Our whole team is excited by the immense potential of Scoot imprint. We welcome the next generation of readers and future comic creators to the wonder of enjoying comics. We want to entertain kids, we want to challenge them, and most of all, we want to inspire children to celebrate their own creativity and imagination, explains Rivera. Our comics will be fun, sometimes serious, but always have a goal of being positive, uplifting, and empowering. I could not be more ecstatic about this. This is one of the greatest things Scout has done yet, and it's the best thing I think they could have done. Um, I've seen multiple shows where I've talked to multiple people, where we've chatted about, and it's the thing of comic books are only going to be around as long as we get children into comics. Comics' future is kids. As adults, we are buying tons of comics. We are into tons of comics. We're reading fantastic stories, but we are because we were drawn into them as kids. We now have a, a... better idea of just how to do comics too, where there's such a vast amount of books or uh, ways to reach children and giving them that chance to grow their imagination. Um, I know with my son, one of the issues I've had is with everything, especially right now with the quarantine, he hasn't gotten to do as much. There's less to do. But reading uh, books, uh, which we've read a few uh, amazing kids books that uh, are out there, And uh, we've even uh, read a few of uh, Scouts, uh, Adventures of Byron, definitely one of them, where it's something that needs to be done because uh, children's imagination needs to be allowed to flourish. Kids need to be able to grow, imagine, and think for themselves in bigger ways. Because if they can't, they get to a point where They don't grow as much. And when they're young, especially the years that they're aiming at, of uh, 4 to 12, is the years that that's really going to be the most important thing. Because we need to give these kids a chance to grow, to learn who they are, and be able to think that they can be more and do more than what they are. And uh, comics are the most amazing way to do that. Because not only will they get to read that, which will give them the chance to learn more, uh, learn words more, bigger words, focus on like writing, reading and all that. But they get drawn into the world with the imagery and everything. And I know a lot of uh, parents who've talked to me about uh, kids with uh, learning disabilities, ADHD, or just disabilities in general, comics and books uh, that are drawn have a better impact on them and they read better because of them, because they have more to do with it. They get drawn into the world better. Um, And and the launch titles they have, Unicorn Amazing, the Ashcan for this book, if you don't have, you need to grab it now while you still can because you're not going to be able to grab it for long. Um, Phenomenal book, fantastic that's coming to the movies, and not just that, it's going to be directed by someone who has worked on blockbusters. Um, Then you also have Senji and Tambo, which uh, my son loved this just because it was an elephant with, I think it's a muskrat? I apologize. I don't remember exactly, but it's fantastic looking. Uh, and soul stream, which is probably the biggest of the, the, the series. I think just because I think it's the most, uh, amazing story of scout. Um, I shared, I think back when it was, fr- they first announced it, but, uh, soul just an amazing uplifting story of giving someone a chance. Um, who put their book out there? So when the first the story was first announced for Stole Stream, it was uh, I think one of the most amazing things I've read. Uh, so I read. So I apologize for messing up your name. Uh, I want you to know I I have the most respect for you, especially for this. Um, Sa Saïda Wolf uh, put a submission to Scout Comics. The publisher picked up her book, Soul Strength, for release under the Scoot imprint. Just like that, she was in business. It's just a phenomenal story. Like, this is one of those things where it's just such a heart, uplifting story. And I hope more people really get into this one because I want to see this flourish. Like, just to see that this was, like, I mean, it's one of those just... most uplifting things. It's fantastic. I give to Scout on this one. It's so great to hear. and um, It's just one of those things where, especially with this, you want to see this 100% succeed in every which way because the kids are the future for us. Um, In every which way. And they need to be taught everything. They need to be able to ask questions. They need to be able to know things. So kudos to Scout for that. And all the best of luck to Scoot and, uh, uh, the people behind it are going to do an amazing job. So, all right, everyone. I wanted to just, uh, we're going to leave it at that. I want to thank you all for being here with us, me with this week. I want to thank you for, uh, doing this with me. Uh, uh, congratulations again to Joey Galvez and his wife and their new amazing baby. Uh, and the best of luck to them. So, we're gonna leave it at that. I'm gonna say the same thing I always say. James Hike, where's my Long Live Pro Wrestling issue one, and where am I gonna get news about it? And I'm gonna tease this: if I have to do a solo episode next week, which I already am planning recording, I'm doing a full episode on Long Live Pro Wrestling. So get ready, everyone, because you're gonna get annoyed with tons of wrestling knowledge that you weren't ready for. All right, everyone, Long Live Pro Wrestling. Sounds what it's all about. Sounds what it's all about.